Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome in. Uh, another day you're riding with just me. I'm Brian Mazarowski here. Joe, uh, again, is in about an hour from now on Beamaz and Beamer. You can get your calls in 803-0930 or text as well, as we're going to be talking a lot uh, today about the governor's comments on reopening New York and how there really isn't that much of a plan. And I also want to get your thoughts on, and uh, I would appreciate if you weighed in on your gas buying strategies. Are you the type of person who would be stocking up right now on gasoline if you were in one of these affected areas? I, I, I'm not that. I'm. I've never been a stocked up uh, person preparing for. You know, what toilet paper might be the only thing that I would stock up on. I am a drive it till uh, that meter and my meter right now. It's in the red. It's almost on E. And uh, then, you know, I'll find a place. I've got my place. Do you have, like, the one place you go to? I feel like if you're buying gas, you kind of fall into one of three separate areas. You are maybe searching around for the lowest price. You see a low price, and you go and get it. You just pull into wherever when you feel like you need gas, whatever's easiest and what's on uh, the right side of the road, right? Because you don't want to make a left-hand turn. Or you just have your place where you always get gas. And maybe it's usually cheaper. Um, it's not always cheaper, but it's the place where you get gas, either because it's near the grocery store, it's near your home, or something like that. I kind of feel like those are the three categories, right, for when you're buying gas driving around. And I want to know if you fall into one of those three, or if I'm completely off the mark. Is there some uh, some other uh, thing that you look at when you're buying gasoline uh, at a time when everybody's talking about buying gasoline? Hopefully not by the bag full, uh, just the tank full across the U.S. These videos are insane, by the way. You're filling up plastic shopping bags full of gasoline or even the storage containers that you, like, throw in the basement or something full of gasoline? I mean, come on. So, yeah, let me know how you buy gas. I I am interested to see 
what people's tendencies are when it comes to fueling up when you're on the road. But we do want to talk a little bit about what we heard yesterday and something, you know, it's been an ongoing theme here in the 9 o'clock hour over the past couple of weeks is when will New York State start that reopening process? When will we get back to normal? You heard Randy say there in the news that the Taste of Buffalo is coming back. They finally got approval from the state uh, for their plan, but with a couple of key additions. Uh, You have to buy a ticket, and when you buy a ticket, you have to be either fully vaccinated or you have to get a COVID test within 72 hours of the Taste of Buffalo event, which is limited capacity and completely outdoors. You will also have to wear a mask the entire time. Unless you're eating or drinking. And who does that during the Taste of Buffalo? So, yeah, basically the entire time you'll be masked up during the Taste of Buffalo. But those are the two new rules set by the state. And we've said uh, throughout the morning and going back to yesterday, New York is one of only eight states with no set end date or criteria for when restrictions come off. And that's actually false because now New York is one of only seven states that don't have any of that criteria. Uh, Yesterday, the list was New York, New Jersey, Maine, Maryland, Kentucky, Wyoming, Colorado, and Washington have no criteria or set date for when restrictions are going to come off. Well, you can take Maryland off that list. Their governor yesterday said that indoor and outdoor venues in Maryland, including restaurants, can resume, resume normal operations this weekend. That was the announcement yesterday from their governor, Larry Hogan. This weekend. So, boom. Uh, There you go. This weekend, everyone can be uh, at 100% capacity. Resume indoor and outdoor operations. With one exception. The only exception is the indoor mask mandate is going to stay on. That will be lifted if 70% of Maryland adults receive at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. So, even that, even though it's staying on past this weekend... You have a clear idea of when that's coming to an end. So Maryland is off the list, making New York one of now just seven states with no set end date or criteria for when restrictions come off. And, you know, even to narrow that down a little bit more, Wyoming is one of these states. Wyoming, uh, looking at it, there is no reopening date set yet, but there's also not much that's uh, closed down. Um, So there's... There are some uh, health orders that are there, but there really isn't much in terms of uh, what needs to be repealed to be considered fully reopened in Wyoming. And Kentucky is uh, not quite the same way, um, but everything is basically reopened at 75% capacity with an indoor mask mandate in Kentucky. So a much further state toward reopening than we are here in New York amongst the seven states where there's no set criteria or date right now for lifting off those restrictions. And then we got a little bit of info from the governor as to what you can expect when you're going to a baseball game or maybe even going to a football game this upcoming September with vaccinated and unvaccinated sections. Let's listen in a little bit to what Cuomo had to say while in Buffalo yesterday. Yeah, because I think they said a number, but it's it's just a number. It's just a goal. It's not based on anything. All right, so this is the governor. He was asked by Mike Baggerman, when will we expect 
that criteria for restrictions to come off or uh, an end date or something like that. Uh, and the governor is answering that question in here. And I, I had to stop it right there because it said it's not based on anything. Well, it's not entirely true. You look at these states where they have some sort of criteria and a lot of it is based on a pretty concrete number. Say New Mexico, 60% of eligible residents fully vaccinated. The criteria comes off. In Ohio, which uh, actually just said that it's coming sooner rather than later in the state of Ohio, changing that again, um, they are looking at June 2nd. All COVID health orders lifted June 2nd in the state of Ohio. Before that, it was once new cases are 50 or fewer per 100,000 residents. So, I mean, these are pretty concrete numbers. It's based on hospitalization rates, like in California, infection rates, like in Connecticut, and they're putting a number on this. So it's not quite based on nothing. Uh, I do it the other way. I say, you look at the numbers every day. We'll decide what to do today on today's numbers. When we started, don't wear a mask. It's unnecessary. When we started, it's going to be over by Easter. When we started, oh, it gets uh, transferred from surfaces. They've been wrong uh, more than they've been right. So it's not a criticism. It's just a fact. So I don't believe in prophesizing because it's a guess. We follow the numbers every day. We get that vaccination. If you are vaccinated, enjoy the ball game with other vaccinated people. You want to open the stadium tomorrow at 100% vaccine? God bless you. Okay, so if you want to open the state tomorrow at 100% vaccinated, he said you can do so. At the same press conference, he said, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not allowed to happen. It's going to be open 50% with 100% capacity of vaccinated people and 50% with space seating for anyone who's unvaccinated. And the same thing would apply to a Bills game, theoretically, the governor said yesterday. So at the same time that he's saying that, hey, county executive polling cars, you can go ahead with your plan, he's also saying, no, that's not the plan that can go ahead and happening. So you can understand why there's some confusion here. And by the way, even if you are in a vaccinated-only section in the outdoor stadium, you're still having to wear a mask outside uh, despite being fully vaccinated. Something that a lot of doctors, a lot of people around the country are scratching their heads at, wondering exactly why that would be necessary given the data that we've seen so far. Now, the governor continued here, but I, I think that is kind of important to point out. We're still question marks as to whose rules apply based on everything we've heard from state and local county officials when it comes to the Bill Stadium. And the schedule just came out, by the way, and tickets have been on sale for almost 24 hours. Well, then we exclude the unvaccinated. All right, but that's a political decision. But the more the vaccine goes up, the lower the positivity rate goes. You know, those are the numbers. React to the numbers that day. Vice versa is also true. I go out a little bit on the limb today saying 100% beach and pool capacity by July 4th. Out on a limb. 100% beach and pool capacity 
by July 4th. And that's being called out on a limb here in New York State. Uh, 100% capacity of pools and beaches. You know, I this is one of those areas where you can look at a lot of things, and we've mentioned stadiums that it's been going on all across the country. You can look at case studies from different states, what their infection rate was, how many people are inside the stadium, what happened weeks after the fact. You can do that. Um, but, you know, maybe you say, well, I need to see it here in the Northeast with a full stadium or something. I mean, I guess you can make that. Beaches is something that we have been talking about for well over a year and that we really know from health experts, from everyone else, there is no major threat outside at the beach. Yet the governor says he's going out on a limb July 4th, beaches open 100%. Mark Woolhouse, he's an epidemiologist at Edinburgh University. Uh, this was a big story in the UK. There was a lot made there. I mean, there's a lot made here in the US and Florida and some other states about packed beaches during the summer of 2020, right? Well, Woolhouse told officials early this year, and he was quoted in The Guardian. This was his quote. Uh, This is an epidemiologist, right? Edinburgh University advising the government. This is his quote. There were no outbreaks linked to public beaches. There's never been a COVID outbreak linked to a beach anywhere in the world, to the best of my knowledge. And that's coming from early this year, right? (laughs) And we're now five months into the year, and we're going out on a limb to say that two months from now, maybe we can open that beach. The CDC, their own data, they say they're not aware of any scientific reports of the virus that causes COVID-19 spreading to people through water in lakes, oceans, rivers, or other natural bodies of water. So it's not the air that's outside. It's not the water that's a problem either. And, I mean, come on. I, what can live in the water of Lake Erie? I, COVID or anything else. I, you go in that water. I mean, there's a, a lot more maybe than you have to worry about. The share of transmission that's occurred outdoors seems to be below 1%, might be below 0.1%. There's not a single documented COVID infection anywhere in the world from a casual outdoor interaction like eating at a nearby table or walking past somebody on a street or on a beach. And you see all the photos. You hear this still today about going to beaches. You'd think that (laughs) there's this outrage that fun itself transmits the virus, right, when we're talking about these events, the taste of buffalo, opening a beach or a pool. You can't have fun because then you're putting yourself in danger, even in situations where we've known for, I mean, time and time again, that the danger isn't quite there. So the governor continues. You know, those are the numbers. React to the numbers that day. Vice versa is also true. I go out a little bit on the limb today saying, 100% beach and pool capacity by July 4th. Now, you could say to me, July 4th, we're May. How do you know what's going to happen in June? I don't. I'm extrapolating from the past month 
uh, and the way we run the numbers for the next month. But that is a leap of faith. 100% capacity at the beach is July 4th. All right, leap of faith when we're talking about the capacity at the beaches by July 4th is what the governor said. And it's a day-by-day thing that he doesn't want to put any sort of number or metric on this. Meanwhile, almost every other state, if they're not open already, has that date, has that metric to reopen, and we're still waiting. The governor does not have a plan for that. There is a plan to get more people vaccinated, though. If you want to get vaccinated at a baseball game, you can do so. And your big incentive is one ticket to a Bison's game next year. You know, no, this is no offense to uh, <laughs> to beer or to the Buffalo Bisons. But I are, are we really are these incentives? I, can we not get that for a very low cost anytime that we want, uh, typically in a normal year? Meanwhile, in Ohio, which, as we mentioned, uh, all their orders are going to be lifted June 2nd. They're offering the incentive that five adults who get the shot could win a million dollars. For teens, five people would win a full-ride scholarship to one of the state's public universities, whichever one they wanted to go to. I mean, there's a creative incentive. Where are they getting $5 million and, you know, all the money to pay for a full-ride scholarship? Well, they're using the federal money that they got from uh, COVID relief, right? The federal COVID relief dollars that are coming in that has to be used uh, to fight the virus, to uh, spread the vaccine, to do things like that. That's what it's being used for. $5 million is going toward that incentive, uh, an extra who knows how much money for a full-ride scholarship if you're under 18 years old and not eligible for that $5 million. Uh, Here, we're spending that money on overtime for uh, public employees who are salaried more and more. There, they're coming up with a little bit of a creative situation of how to incentivize people for doing the thing that they say over and over again they want people to get on board with. So, again, it's not to harp on the issue. We talk about it so many times, but it is the issue. When you're one of seven states now that has no plan, no outlook for the future, no criteria or inkling of how that would look like, even if it is all the way. I mean, we are talking about games in September at the stadium being held outdoors where we're still thinking, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this, despite them happening right now and months ago throughout the country, as if we can't look at other situations and learn a little bit of something from them. And we are one of a few states. I mean, you can look at Washington, Maine, no longer Maryland, New Jersey, but New Jersey's governor said this week, I see no reason why we won't have a full stadium for the Jets and the Giants come the fall. So increasingly, we are the only ones in the country without any sort of pathway to the future. All right, we're talking about this, taking your comments, 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And also give us a call throughout the rest of the morning, uh, talking not only a little bit about this, what are you hoping to see for the future? Um, Is it looking more and more bleak to you? Not to be a downer on such a beautiful day outside, but how concerned are you that we're not going to get that answer When what we hear from the governor is this is going to happen on a a day-to-day basis. You're going to hear from me uh, with some of the uh, (laughs) rules. 
I I, I want to hear from you on that 8030930, and then also the gas situation. Am I right in my uh, theory that there's three ways people buy gas, or is it differ for you? You can let us know here on WBEN. We're back here with you. Joe Beaver is going to be with you in about a half hour from now, but you're here with me on WBEN, and we're talking about uh, well a lot of things. Mostly, you know, the governor visited here yesterday, kind of talking about his attitude on reopening and defining when reopening is going to happen. New York's one of only seven states now that does not have a clear date or a metric or something that would tell you when we are going to get back to normal. Here's a, you know some of how the governor defined his thinking on the not putting a date on it or not putting a metric on it. If I say it's going to happen, it happens. Uh... And if I'm not sure it's going to happen, I tell you I'm not sure it's going to happen. That's how I feel most comfortable dealing with the people of the state. I give you just facts. And then I'll give you my opinion. But by the way, you can throw my opinion in the garbage pail. (laughs) We would never do that. I mean, come on. That would never happen. It's the governor speaking yesterday uh, while here in Buffalo uh, talking about getting back to some form of normal. And it's amazing when you look at how far behind in this process we really have fallen uh, compared to some other states. Because what's the other state you would put us right next to, right? It's usually California. I mean, you talk to anybody. I mean, physically, we're right next to New Jersey. And that might be, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty true in terms of restrictions and things like that. But California, New York and California, the, the two states that throughout the last year have been talked about as having some of the most strict restrictions when it comes to COVID and are kind of on the same wavelength of where they're thinking. However, California is about a month away from being completely reopened. Starting June 15th, their color-coded system for reopening pretty much goes away. And so does the mask mandate. Uh, Their governor, Gavin Newsom, was talking to a TV station out there. He said there might be some exceptions uh, of a huge, large-scale indoor convention event where indoor masking might remain in place. But other than that, all the restrictions are poised to end. On June 15th. And now, what's the big difference in California as opposed to what's happening here in New York? Well, I mean, they're trying to get rid of the governor in California. There's a recall effort. And there's a reason why uh, they're listening a little bit more to the people over there in that state than uh, it seems to be here. And the point was brought up to me early this morning uh, from someone around here is that where does the actual feeling um, does the actions of people where does that actually match up with what we're talking about here because it is one thing to say that we should reopen and everything should be back to normal but when you know are people who say that even really going to be comfortable going into these settings. And I do see that in time to time. I do see, you know, somebody who will say, you know, reopen everything, reopen. But if you invite them over to somewhere or you want them to go into a different setting or they're looking to eat inside, uh, you know, you kind of see it in their face. It is a little bit of, uh, 
I'm not too sure about that. But there, if you do reopen, and it is maybe for some people a slower walk to getting back to normal, and some people aren't quite ready for it yet, and some people don't feel comfortable, that's fine. You will always have the option to put a mask on in public. You will always have the option to stay at home as much as you can. You'll always have the option to wipe down your cart when you go to the supermarket or not go and eat inside and only eat outside uh, only or not go to a sporting event or a convention. And for a lot of people, more and more, you're always going to have that option of not going into work, it seems like, depending on the company you work for. But for the rest of everybody to not have the option to go and do things that make you happy, that make life worth living, for kids to go and do things that help them grow, like go to school on a daily basis or in the summer play on the playground, get that interaction with other kids. I mean, that is why that stop and that no guideline going forward to a full reopening really does matter, and it matters here in New York. 803-0930 to join us. When it comes to the stadium, we were wondering, and that was pretty much the purpose of the governor's visit yesterday, was to say something he already said, but then uh, say it for the stadium here in Buffalo, where you're going to have half the stadium is going to be allowed full capacity for vaccinated people only. The other half of the stadium, six foot of distancing, and uh, it's the unvaccinated section. So segregating the stadium in between uh, vaccinated and unvaccinated. And then everybody has to wear a mask regardless. And a lot of people have already brought up the point with us that, you know, I'll I'll sit in the uh, unvaccinated section to get a little bit more breathing room, especially after wear this mask the entire time. Well, the governor talking about stadiums and that is still going to apply. He said that you can open a stadium 100% vaccinated, no problem. But then he also said this. Right now, that would be the formula. You know, there's no difference. The Mets, uh, Mets formula, Yankees formula is going to be the uh, Bills formula, the Jets formula, right? Giants formula. Uh, well, Giants, Jets, uh, when they play in the state, if they play in the state. The right now, that's the formula. But September is a long way away. Uh, so, but today, that is the formula. I hope it is better by September. As I said, we have social distancing at beaches, pools today. I hope 100% July 4th. You know, again, they're with the beaches and pools. By the way, hope it's better by July 4th when everyone says it could have been better this entire time. But, you know, anyways. I hope by September it is better. Am I going to set a goal of saying September 100%? Or not a goal? Am I going to say in September we have 100%? Uh, no, because nobody knows. And anybody who heard me say in September it's going to be 100%, would say, that's just a typical politician. He has no idea what he's talking about, but he's talking. I'll see you later. Thank you very much. I mean, you know, some things you can't argue with all the time. But when you're talking about September and then you look around the country and the rest of us uh, are talking about June, it leads to something that I did yesterday. I mean, I booked my uh, hotel room. I booked my stay 
New Orleans, Louisiana, to go see the Bills on Thanksgiving, where you kind of know what you're going to be able to do anywhere else around the country. By July 4th, you know what you're going to be able to do here. Maybe you'll be able to walk on a beach without restrictions by then. But that's the way it's going here, and I I have yet to hear, and we've been asking whether it's state law, anybody, when this is going to change, and and nobody seems to want to kind of uh, stick their head out there, stick their neck out there, and, you know, ask the question, when are we going to be on par with what the rest of the country is doing? You heard in Mike Baggerman's reports, and I thought it was an interesting way of saying this, because we talk about what's been called the positivity rate. Calling it the positivity rate is a little bit misleading. The number that keeps being reported is the percentage of people who take a COVID test, and that test comes back positive. So you can't really apply it to the entire area, as this is your COVID positivity rate, because the only people being included are the people who are going to get a COVID test. And if you're going to get a COVID test, you're probably more likely to have COVID because why would you go get a test? Well, because I was uh, with somebody, uh, you know, my family member, my friend who had COVID and we were sitting next to each other on the couch. You have a reason to. I'm not feeling good. I have the symptoms of COVID. So that's why I'm going to get that COVID test. So it's going to be higher than if you did the general population. Of the people who have gone to get a COVID test, 99% across the state of New York have had a negative test result, right? So that's an interesting way to put it. We hear the number. We hear the positive percent. We hear, you know, 1.5. We hear 2% in Western New York. Flip that around and you start to kind of get that picture. 99% of the people have a reason to get tested for COVID, do not have COVID according to the test. Bobby and Tonawanda, you're on WBEN. I am so disgusted with the Americans today. I can't believe that they're let Como. I thought he was out of all, I thought that he was done with uh, May 1st or April, whatever it was. And he's still telling us what we can do and what we can't do. I don't understand that. Doesn't anybody have a backbone? It's a question that we've been asking uh, a lot of lawmakers. Uh, Bobby, thanks so much, uh, Bobby, for the call, 803-0930. If you want to get in, it, it's you can phrase it however you want to phrase it. The question isn't being asked, and nobody is really seeming to step up and look at this big picture and look at what's going on around the country and look at how events are unfolding, being planned, and wondering why we can't have the same thing here in western New York here across New York State. We heard about today the Taste of Buffalo. That's the big news. They finally got approval for their in-person event, which I thought would be a no-brainer, right, when they announced this months ago that they're going to go forward and in July have the Taste of Buffalo in person. And, you know, we're looking at that and saying, okay, it makes sense. You're going to have ticketed people come in. You're going to be outdoors. You're going to be separated probably because of the distancing requirements and it'll be able to go on no problem and then you have the requirements coming in it's proof of vaccination or you have to have a negative covid test and a mask required the entire time while you're outside in a distant setting 
And that's not what's going on around the country. And we're not hearing that uh, question at all from state lawmakers or anybody else who has that authority to kind of push forward and push the issue of when are we going to get back to a, a more representative form of government that we haven't had in the past year. I, I mean, it is pretty interesting to look at the difference. And, you know, what's bringing it up is the governor's visit to uh, Buffalo and Western New York yesterday. What he said about the stadium uh, that's going to be, as we know, of filled right now in September. I went to look yesterday at tickets for the Bills home opener. And even with all the discussion, all the confusion, the uncertainty. I mean, you go to buy a single game ticket now for the Bills, and the first thing that pops up is the disclaimer. Like, listen, you're buying this ticket, but we do not know right now. You know, we don't know what the restrictions are going to be, if capacity is going to be reduced, if capacity is going to be allowed at all. You, you know, you might be asked for your ticket back and we'll give you a refund. We don't know. Despite that, you try and buy a ticket to the Bills uh, home opener from the box office. There's only single seats left, right? I mean, there's, uh, there is that demand for people to get out there and go do stuff. And you kind of look around and people are snatching up these tickets despite the uncertainty. And it's, there's not that uncertainty in other places. There is the ability to plan a little bit in advance. We got kind of lost in all this. The images around the country that are some of the most head-scratching things that you've ever seen before in your life, right? People filling bags and water bottles full of gasoline. I, I, I will never be able to get this clip out of my head. Drivers across the South are rushing to gas stations to fill up whatever they can. Y'all, that is a, a water bottle. A water bottle. Tiffany. A water bottle a water bottle <laughs> people are filling up with gas it's gotten that crazy in parts of the country and uh that is the gas short well that's what's causing the gas shortage is you see this humongous storage container that people are filling up with gasoline i want to know what these people are doing with their gasoline once they take it home from the gas station right i mean i a bag of gas a tied bag I have a hard time of all the plastic bags that I've held on to. I have a hard time of finding one that doesn't have a couple holes in the bottom just so I can, you know, pick up after the dog in the backyard because I don't, I don't want to risk that if it has a hole in the bottom. I don't know how you're finding all these bags to carry a liquid and then tying them tight enough at the top so nothing gets out. And I saw the, I saw the picture. It was at a gas station. It was in a trunk of a car of plastic bags filled with gasoline. Uh, you know, it's one thing to have tons of gas cans, you know, maybe secured properly, maybe not in the back of your car. It's another thing when you're talking about the storage bin that you put the Christmas decorations in and you dump it out in the basement and you head down to the uh, gas station and fill that whole thing up. And we were talking a little bit earlier this morning about how you – wondered, or at least I always did, a state like New Jersey, you can't pump your own gasoline, right? Every single uh, station is full service. You can't get, I always thought that was so strange. And now things are all becoming so clear to me. Like maybe they were right all along. Maybe we shouldn't 
be able to. Maybe we, this is something we should be leaving to the professionals. Um, and, and for and people are texting him right now that you know farmers down in Texas and you know some areas will need the gasoline to run their machines. So I see some of the craziness. I mean, I can see the fear. You know, it's like the toilet paper thing. It's something everybody needs. And if there's not going to be any more and you can't buy it, you, you might be apt to go and pick up a little bit more than you usually do. If you're somebody who uses a lot of gasoline on a day-to-day basis, I'm assuming you have something a little bit better than the plastic grocery bag or the tote bin that the old sports equipment goes in to contain it all. You probably have a better container uh, to put all that gas in there. It is... Uh, crazy to me uh, to see all of this and now it is finally all coming full picture right a state like new jersey that never allowed anybody to pump their own gas and it's starting to make sense because when you leave it up to the professionals right it it doesn't uh it doesn't happen that way no one who works there is gonna uh come to your car and say all right we're filling up regular unleaded 10% 10% ethanol, is that still okay? Okay, and, oh, and you want me to fill this bag too? No, I, I'm sorry. I, that, that is not going to happen. I, it's unbelievable, some of the uh, images you're seeing around the country. Luckily, as we heard throughout the morning, you don't have anything to worry about here, no gas hoarding here, and I haven't seen any picture for, from Western New York, thank goodness, because that is, uh, I, that's something that if you're caught on camera with one of those things, I don't think you're ever going to quite live down. Well, thanks for hanging out with me uh, today and over the past few days uh, talking about all the things going on and this, you know, march toward. I'm, I'm so focused on these games and the, this issue of having a big, large gathering and what you are able to do in New York. Because for the first time yesterday, myself, a lot of my friends were able to make plans for a point in time in the future to go to a big event. That's something you haven't had in an entire year, and you're able to do it, and so many people were able to do it yesterday who bought Bill's tickets, whether it's home or away, for the first time in over a year that you've been able to do that. So I thought it was pretty cool, and at the same time, just a little bit that you have this certainty. Normally, it's uncertain when you're going. You're a little cautious. You know, what's it going to be like? How do they sell tickets in other stadiums? I have more certainty going down south uh, to New Orleans than I do with what exactly might happen here in our home stadium. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.